Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everybody, I am Mike Rains, aka Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hell World. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello from the internet and the mysterious L. Duke Nukem's back, beautiful babies. <laughs> he was as practicing well. that beforehand, and I think you got there. It, it the work paid off. Yeah, well, sometimes, sometimes I just you know you just need to give yourself a a little bit of place to to walk before you can run. But I mean, it was perfect. It was like Duke was right in the room with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I I mean, you don't have your camera on, so it, to me, it was Duke. You became Duke. It's like method acting. It really yeah. works, people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been really misogynist for the past week to lead up to this one. <laughs> I just made sure to, been... I just made sure to respect no women throughout the whole week. You've been sitting on your throne, yeah, and yeah. surrounded by girls dressed like Britney Spears. Yeah, uh, I've been doing nothing but kicking ass and chewing bubblegum, and also running out of bubblegum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like D- Daniel Day Lewis has nothing on your method acting. You just immersed yourself in Duke Nukem. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> keep it, keep it light, keep it light and breezy at the top of the show because oh boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, man, man alive are things wild in the world of QAnon. So, uh, before we dig into all that, let's hit the content warning. Content warning: The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Mm, child abuse, gotta love it. Uh, well, thankfully, I don't think we're going to get into that today, thankfully. I mean... Yeah, well, weirdly, maybe maybe a week without talking about child abuse. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, we, we're going to manage to manage to dodge that bullet. However, uh, all the other things that we're going to be dealing with are right on the nose when it comes to QAnon's absolutely worst and most horrible stuff. So it's pretty great. Uh, it's pretty magical. Let's just hit the news bump and get right into it. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's Q's in the news. Actually, before we get started, I have breaking news. And oh, by breaking no. news, I mean news that you guys already know about, but it's breaking for our listeners. Uh, 
So we we love you, babies, and we love the ones uh, out there that support us uh, even more. Uh, you know, I'm, we're not we're not really your parents. We're allowed to say that we like some of you more than others. But the good news is, not all is lost for all of you uh, beautiful babies that simply support us by listening, but haven't yet visited our Patreon uh, because media opportunities continue to arise, allowing us to offer you tantalizing rewards for even more Patreon subscribers. So uh, as some of you folks may have heard, Reno 911 is coming back and they're going to be doing a, a movie that I swear to a higher power of your choosing that I would certainly not be watching, except it gives us a prime opportunity to get the boys back together for another uh, binge-worthy cross Adventures in Hell World team-up episode. And it just so happens that we're also coming up on 69 Patreon subscribers. And we all know 69 is a very nice number. So our proposal to you at the top of this week's headline news, because... A shilling is news to you because we usually save it for the back half of the podcast. Got them on a technicality. Is that beautiful babies? If you could help us get to 69 Patreon subscribers by the end of the year. Nice. Nice. We'll go ahead and watch that there movie and give you a bonus episode uh, for your troubles. So go ahead and help make our holiday extra nice. I'm Duke and I'm here and I want it. <laughs> Reno nine one one the the hunt for QAnon and the poster yeah. has the QAnon booze cruise on it. Yeah, I'm sure that where that boat goes, one it's going all baby. <laughs> so I, I, I wonder. I wonder if they're going to have the bell in the show. I wonder if they're going. Mm. I, I wonder. I wonder if Reno nine one one had like an onset QAnon expert who knew to put things in like that. Yeah, how, and, many, how do you get that job? Can you be the QAnon consultant for for Broken Lizard's upcoming QAnon movie? <laughs> oh my god! I I should be. I mean, someone should be. And then the, 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 that's the one thing that does kind of like almost quote unquote worry me about the movie is that I I haven't heard a single person in my circle of people being like, "Hey, I was like in contact with the Reno nine one one crew about QAnon and gave them a few pointers, like." This thing could be like just totally weird and wacky and not really on the nose when it comes to Q and I. Like who like nah, who knows? They who knows? It, I'm sure. I hope so. I hope they did. I would like for them to do so, but we'll see. We shall find out. I, I hope that like literal Rod Watkins is in it. I want them to have cut Rod Watkins a check at just like a blistering moment of self unawareness. That would have been incredible. That would be oh my god. That, yeah, that the... would be the ultimate. <laughs> if if at any moment there's a Ray Ayanami doll in this movie. I will lose my goddamn mind. It'll be ten out of a ten, perfect. I don't care what else happens. Like all we, they we need to, is- we need to start an online petition to get Mike as the QAnon consultant for Super Troopers Three: <laughs> Colon Oh shit, it's QAnon. <laughs> it's coming to you uh, two my, years my, from now. My my fees are reasonable. Basically, I just want to credit. That's all I want yeah. to be able to say. I did it. That's fine. Never tell uh, anyone you'll work for exposure. Yeah, yeah I, I just did, but but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back on my word. Now I want money. Now I want cash. Yeah, <laughs> get it together. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But uh, so yes, th- that is uh, our our fundraising drive, our end end of the year promotion hype pitch to you, the viewer, that uh, this movie, which hopefully will not be an absolute train wreck, uh, will be something we'll review 
should we get to 69 quote unquote parentheses nice uh patrons it, it and- has to just be so bad right I, like like reno 911 is a show from like 15 years ago or whatever yeah <laughs> I, mean, I mean they came back <laughs> for they came back once already and yeah but, but if I, it was for like paramount plus that doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what network it was on. I seem to remember they came back for. Was some it on like CISO? Was it on the or what was the dumb like Quibi? Was it on Quibi? I feel like it was Quibi. Oh man, if it was on Quibi, then that's on them. That's yeah. on them for me not knowing <laughs> because <laughs> Quibi came out of like the 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 womb and then like immediately just sinsed off in its crib. Which is why yeah. we have the content warning at the top. Yeah, of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was going to get his name. You ruined it. It was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Callbacks. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Hail of the king. <laughs> okay, all right. We, we've we've done our fluffy pillow as long as long as we could. God, I wish we could use that to segue to talking about Mike Lindell, but he no, has to yeah, wait. <laughs> he just wasted it. <laughs> He has to no. wait. Well, yeah, we have to come. I mean, that's how good I am at them. I tee up ones that I don't even use. So good. Uh, I don't because even we- want that transition. Like, <laughs> trash. Unfortunately, we have to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse. It's hard to like. I mean, I'm furious, so it's hard for me to seamlessly segue into that one. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of child abuse, Kyle Rittenhouse got uh, declared <laughs> innocent of murdering two people because. Uh, I don't know. I guess self defense. Uh, well, uh, I had heard that the judge did not allow evidence that uh, little little boy Kyle uh, had involvement with the Proud Boys. Right, that's correct. He, like his involvement with the Proud Boys was not, was not allowed at trial. Uh, the video of him like punching a girl in the head was not allowed in the trial. Uh, pretty much. The the way the trial got uh, presented to the jury was this contextless thing where a young boy heroically wanted to protect a auto parts store from uh, crazy miscreants and ne'er do wells, and, and brought, one thing, brought a gun with him, an AR fifteen, like you and, do. Yeah, and brought, an, and brought an AR-15 with him for the purpose of defending that uh, auto parts store from uh, from crime. And now then... I have to say I am uh, disallowing <laughs> this evidence because it is very incriminating. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. I saw, I saw a headline. The judge uh, sentenced Kyle Rittenhouse to come give him a big old hug. And yeah. I was just like, God. It's okay, but why is QAnon upset about Kyle? Okay, so so to finish what I was saying there is just that what we ended up getting, or what ended up being presented to the jury, was this context-free series of events where a kid with a gun was "quote unquote" defending something. Uh, some guy started throwing haymakers at him. The kid killed that guy. Then more people came at him and he killed one of them. And then he wounded another person. And according to Wisconsin state law, all of it's self-defense by the book. So he gets away with it. And America's fucked is pretty much like, that is what the the people that were not QAnon, like this wasn't like the Jack Postabex and the right wing shitheads who were like, just all about Kyle Rittenhouse all day every day this was like the people who were actually talking about the legal parameters of the case and between the fact that the prosecution was a bunch of dum-dums and the situation and the judge set things up the way they were um 
Kyle was probably going to walk the whole time, and that's what happened. So then our boy Kyle, after having uh, gotten away with murder in the eyes of most people, uh, goes... Yes, uh, he goes on. He goes on uh, Tucker Carlson and does an interview where he says bad things in the eyes of poor old QAnon. Kyle says he supports Black Lives Matter, uh, and he's not this crazy racist monster who was running around looking to kill people in the name of white supremacy, which made a lot of his fans very sad. Um, but the big thing that, that he said that got uh, QAnon's uh, Jimmy's all rustled was uh, Kyle himself and his his current lawyers both decided to aggressively take shots at Lynn Wood for being a dumb piece of shit and a moron. And Kyle actually just flat out called him a grifter who could have bailed Kyle out uh, on bail while he was awaiting uh, tri- his uh, his trial for his murder charges. But Linwood wasn't, like, aggressively just, like, shaking that money tree, trying to get the money to free Kyle, but instead was just using Kyle's imprisonment as a way to fundraise for himself. And... Kyle and Kyle's family felt that Linwood was in no way, shape, or form uh, working on in Kyle's best interest. He was only working to fatten Linwood's pockets, and um, that so, is surprising. I am surprised. <laughs> I, I mean, Linwood, uh, a vowed grifter, shockingly uh, trying to use Kyle Rittenhouse as a way to uh, build the Linwood brand. Uh, and then for, Mr. Rittenhouse produced his collection of Donald Trump silver coins and said that he believed that they might not be worth anything. <laughs> oh, God, if, oh, God, if only he had done that. If only Kyle Rittenhouse came out hard against Trump coins, that would have been the greatest thing. And then Mr. Rittenhouse signed a sworn affidavit saying that he believed unequivocally that JFK Jr. is dead. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, uh, in his interview with Tucker Carlson, uh, Rittenhouse did declare that beyond the whole grifting and leaving me to rot in a holding cell while awaited trial, uh, Kyle said that one of the other reasons why Linwood got fired was because Linwood believes in QAnon and election fraud and Lin- and Kyle Rittenhouse does not care about any of that shit and doesn't believe in it. So that... There a lot of a lot of hackles start getting raised when Kyle yeah. when Kyle Rittenhouse was like, "Guess what, QAnon? For all your here fanboy worship of me, I don't buy into your bullshit, and I'm bigger than you. I'm bigger than Linwood. I'm bigger than all this shit. I'm out of here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go down to Mar-a-Lago and do the thumbs up pose of Donald Trump the way you all wish you could. But I'm I'm the big man on campus now, and I don't need idiots like Linwood in my circle. Oh my God, he's trying to appeal to regular Republicans." Yes. I mean, he's still pretty radicalized, but yeah, he he's he's reaching across the aisle from the crazy Republicans to the less crazy Republicans. Yeah, Kyle Kyle's decided that he, that's where here that's where his brand is and it, what's really funny about it is that a lot of QAnon promoters are trying to be cool about this. They're trying to be okay with it. I'm seeing a lot of posts from people like, "Hey, everybody, Kyle's got handlers now, and they're telling him what to say." And they're they're just, but 
but we all know we all know deep in our hearts that Kyle is actually a racist who went to that uh, <laughs> that protest with the intent of murdering people and getting away with it because he's white and there's no white privilege, but whatever. It's really like that was the main thing that was I, I, reading all the people that are still supporting Kyle in QAnon, even though he's disavowed them and all the rest of it. It goes to show that the Kyle Rittenhouse in the trial, there were like two versions of him, like, like the what they wanted to present as the fake Kyle Rittenhouse and what they wanted the real Kyle Rittenhouse to be. Like for the jury and for America, QAnon wanted Kyle to just be a 17-year-old boy adrift in the world and all confused. And he was just going to that protest to try to do his best. And then shit just got wild. And oh, no, I had to shoot my gun a few times. But the I real mean, Kyle- at least partially right. Kyle definitely has handlers now. He is getting media training. I- I've seen him talk. That kid knows what to say and what not to say now. So, yeah. On that front, absolutely. But like that, like the 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 poor put upon uh, boy at a protest defending himself. That's the fake image they want. The real Kyle Rittenhouse that they want to believe exists is that Kyle Rittenhouse is a sociopath who went to Kenosha to get into an incident with people and kill them and get away with it because he was savvy enough to know how to work the Wisconsin self-defense laws. Like, they want to believe that's the real him. And it's, uh, like, that's probably not true. I think that he's a dum-dum and that he committed murder, but according to our legal system, not so much. So now dealing with his new notoriety and fame, he's trying to go in the direction that people who've got money and he's paying are telling him are the best directions to go in. So mm-hmm. I think Which you know, it's his best move. I don't like it, but yeah, he he's making the right plays right now for him. It's disgusting, but Q, and he's pissing off QAnon. So I can't believe I'm happy. I want to know whose hand is on that wheel. I want to know what firm they hired to. Oh uh, Yeah. Like that's they're, they're good. They're that seems like good. some super villain shit right there. That seems like some some evil. The 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 definition of like a TV style evil law firm. They're just oh. like, yeah, we could we could spit we could shine this kid up real nice. I I, I bet anything. I, I bet anything that PR firm is fighting tooth and nail to make sure their name doesn't get out. So that like the like the, the Rittenhouse family have hired like a group that hired a group that hired a group that hired the PR firm. Like there's gonna, there's gonna be shell corporation on top of shell corporation. That is gonna be like a web that is impossible to unweave. Um, but uh, President so- Newcomb, you asked too much of us. Just get it done. <laughs> <laughs> polish, polish that turd. Yeah. Hail, hail to the king. So, oh my god, <laughs> I can so- picture Duke Nukem being the head of some sort of terribly evil law firm. Oh, that would be sounds, sounds very right. I, I, I think that should be the reboot. That should be Duke Nukem three. You're not actually running around murdering people. You're actually just like it's like Phoenix it, Wright, but with Duke Nukem. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so, so this led to Lynn Wood uh, freaking out and lashing out at everybody, and now Lynn Wood is in feuds with Marjorie Taylor Greene. He's in feuds with uh, Sidney Powell, his old best friend. Now Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood are at each other's throats over this shit. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, 
Trouble in Paradise. Yeah, they posted uh, a meme that was like the most ridiculous thing where it was a picture of a knife and it was like, it's not the stab in the back that kills you. It's when you turn around and see who did it. And so Linwood and Sidney Powell are now like two teenage girls who are really mad because uh, one of them is dating the other one's crush and all, all, all the hilarity and uh, misery that that entails. So that incident was all happening. And while Linwood was like spinning out of control and screaming and yelling at everybody, this led to our boy Jordan Sather and all the guys who really don't like Lynn Wood taking more shots at him. And this led to uh, a QAnon promoter named Savage Dog, who I think I talked about previously, who's a guy that his, his claim to fame before this was that he hated Negative 48, who we're going to be talking a lot about in a minute. And uh, Negative – so Savage Dog decided to take his uh, his gaze off of Negative 48 and all of that stuff and decided to focus it on the anti-Lynn Wood people because for some odd reason, Savage Dog loves Lynn Wood. And if you don't like Lynn Wood, you're not really QAnon. And so last night in an angry series of posts, uh, Savage Dog attacked Jordan Sather. He attacked Utah. He attacked uh, Pepe Lives Matter. And because uh, Savage has brain worms that make him a QAnon monster and a terrible person, most of his attacks on these people were to call them gay or trans that is that's like that that's his like stock attack is Jordan Jordan Sather's trans IET is trans Qtaw's a woman then they're if they're not women they're all gay because apparently again being an edgelord that was like from I don't know 15 years ago that's still the mental headspace these people are in yeah is Uh, that like a damaging insult in these spaces still I know QAnon's weirdly obsessed with trans and outing trans people that are not trans, but it's it, it's something that exists in that world. I mean, uh, Torba, the guy who runs Gab, he will himself post things about the global the the, uh, the global homo agenda, uh, and and repost people. Who, yeah, like the, yeah, the, the, the shit we were hearing back in the nineties about how the gay people can't make more gay people because they're gay, so they're converting your kids to gayism. Like that level of gay panic bullshit. Is, Sounds right. Is I'm pretty still- sure that the science doesn't check out on that. But even if it did, you know what? Good for them. Fucking take some of them. These kids suck. Yeah, make them into better people. Yep. Go find you. Go find yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, the, the one insult that he that was not uh, transphobic or homophobic about these people was that he said that Jordan Sather has one nut. He called him one nut Sather, which uh, going for a really weird burn, dick. fucking burn. <laughs> yeah, what? Going for, a, going for a weird dig that the last time I heard that was a thing that people were saying about Hitler. I mean, that was it was not something I expected. Uh, but Bro, take, what's not to understand? You have exactly half of the masculinity that you should get wrecked. Yeah, your yeah. <laughs> your masculinity yeah. is directly tied to the number of testicles you have. That, that, that's that's why, like that insult's yeah. great because it's not even like you're half the man I am. It's like half the man that you have the potential to be. If only you had two nuts. <laughs> that, so, yeah, that, that's, that's, like that's why I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed of insults. <laughs> that's why all these men are going to 
plastic surgeons and getting extra testicles. Oh, I, I was about to say that, that that you didn't do that. You just naturally have three testicles. You're, we've always called you. We've always called you Sargi three balls. So oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's just that's. Yeah, just, I, mean, I want to go to the doctor, and I'm just going to tell him to make me look like I have a, a crowd royale bag stuffed with marbles. <laughs> just show how masculine I am. That's what I wanted to look like at the end of the day. I'm just imagining that, like, I'm just imagining, like, these, these QAnon promoters just going to some convention, and they're getting drunk, and they're just yelling and screaming at each other, and then some guy just, like, rips his pants off and has what you just described. He has the crown royal bag full of jingle jangle, and everyone else is like, oh, he is the alpha, he is the greatest of us. Look at his horribly massive scrotum, just full of testicles. None of us could ever compare to this great man. And they all just start genuflecting and worshiping him. Uh, old big scrotum Linwood. Come on, it's it's 2021. There's no way that a bunch of QAnon people would be genuflecting and worshiping anyone. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, man, uh, we've been really punchy today. It's expending a lot of energy. I'm very tired. I could use a nap. And, you yes. know, it would make my nap even better. A wonderful supportive pillow by the folks at my pillow. Uh, yes, also, or as we refer to them on the show, mind pillow. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, uh, and that is my smooth transition to us having to talk about Michael Lindell. A thing that I hate doing. I hate that I have to. I hate that I have to. I hate that I have to think about this guy for even a second, any amount of the time. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> old, uh, old Mikey pillow, uh, two pillows. Uh, is running up on the deadline when he could submit his case, and I'm using this term real loosely, uh, for before the Supreme Court for overturning the election. Uh, now, to get that in front of the Supreme Court, he needs states' attorney generals to sign on because he has no merit. So he needs multiple states to just be like, yeah, we back this. Well, what do you uh, need? The states involved specifically, right? Well, none well, the of big, them are signing on, right? The big thing he needs is that the Supreme Court is uh, the, the Supreme Court has quote unquote original jurisdiction over any dispute between two states, right? So this it's like so this is one of those things because people have been asking how can Liddell bypass all the other levels of the legal system and go direct to the Supreme Court. And the answer is that the Supreme Court is supposed to hash out arguments, which which whenever you deal with a state arguing with another state, it's almost always to do with water rights. That's almost always what it is. It's like there's a river running through states X, Y, and Z. They're getting mad at each other over who gets what water from that river. They go to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court tries to hash it out. But but this is what happened with the ridiculous uh, Texas lawsuit where Texas was like, hey, we don't like how Pennsylvania ran their election. That was bullshit. So, uh, yeah, don't don't let them do that. And the Supreme Court rejected that out of hand. The only two guys that cared about it at all were Alito and Thomas. But even they said, look. We're just of the mindset that if a state brings an argument against another state before the Supreme Court, the state court, the Supreme Court is bound by duty to hear it out. We're not saying that we would have ruled in favor of Texas because we fucking wouldn't have, but we would have liked to have heard it. And the other seven justices were like, no, this is dumb. Fuck you. We don't care. Texas's lawsuit is trash. 
Well, so, uh, Mike is claiming that the RNC is uh, going behind his back and shutting him down now. Oh, oh yeah, Everything's a, everything is a conspiracy against Mike Lindell because Mike Lindell can never be wronged. He can only, he can never be wrong. He can only be wronged. And so he submitted this lawsuit. He basically had a lawyer uh, fill out the paperwork for this lawsuit. And if you look at the top of it, it literally says, insert state name here. There's He doesn't have a state that's willing to take up the case because no attorney general from any state wants to get laughed out of court with this bullshit. Nobody wants to attach their name to this. Absolutely, this is this is just uh, saying that you want to captain the Titanic after it hit the iceberg. You want a helicopter to transport you to the to the captain's chair and then fly away, and then you can try to pilot this thing. Uh, this is an absolute uh, stone cold loser. Uh, one of the main lawyers that deals with this bullshit. Um, his Twitter handle is like at Quest Authority. Uh, he saw the lawsuit at the end of one of his live streams and his live stream literally ended because he couldn't stop laughing so hard. He said that he was forgetting how to breathe given how stupid and ridiculous this lawsuit is. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. Mike's not happy at all that the head of the RNC, uh, not certified the election, but she came out and said, yes, Biden won the election. Uh, three days before you can't tell me here's the quote you can't tell me why uh rona mcdaniel the head of the rnc made a statement saying biden won three days before this supreme court complaint was supposed to go to the supreme court uh what about at the timing of that america what why would she say that at the at the moment in time she didn't have to say that what does she try to get more donor money? Is she trying to get donor money from Democrats? She is a rhino as they come. Uh, and yeah, uh, Rona McDaniel did not respond to the Daily Beast. But that's I, want some, what, I want someone to read read the stuff that he writes, uh, but like in the style of like wrestling promo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you gonna do, Rona Romney, when when Lindell Mania runs wild on you? Paul Bear style. Oh, uh, Paul Bear, I'm not going to go that high because uh, I have too many testicles and can't elevate my voice to that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you other- know, the, the, he's, got, he's got what we call the old crown royale. Yes. So uh, the one thing I, I wonder about this is um, Mike Lindell, I, I, I don't remember if he has been subpoenaed by the 1-6 committee yet or not. But uh, our our beautiful boy Alex Jones got himself a subpoena, and Alex Jones and Oliver Stone. One of those is uh, more important than the other. Roger Stone, not the guy that thinks Roger Stone, not Oliver Stone. Yeah, yeah. whatever. They can yeah. subpoena but, him too for fun. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but old Alex uh, decided that he was going to have himself a moment in the sun where he gave a uh, two minute long video that he posted to his dumb website, ranting and raving about how he. He might testify if it was live in front of the whole world or on C-SPAN or whatever. But if um, they were going to put him behind closed doors, he was going to plead the fifth instead of testifying. Although uh, pleading the fifth is testifying, in case you were wondering, Alex. When you show Betcha up, he won't. Betcha uh, he won't plead the fifth. <laughs> if well, I mean, the, the 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 thing about Alex is that he saw that Bannon got indicted, so I feel I feel like 
like the, the group that he got in, he got the subpoenas with was like Enrico Tario, a bunch of Proud Boys, Roger Stone. This was like the shithead lineup. Also that, Oliver Stone. Yes. Yeah. Also Oliver. <laughs> Oliver Stone also. was there too. Now, okay, I we need to talk to a lawyer because I don't. Can you plead the fifth if you're not being prosecuted? If you're just being questioned, like yes. you're just so so as not to incriminate yourself. But yeah, pleading the fifth means you did something that is incriminating. Like not really. on, No, no. The Fifth Amendment is like like the Fifth Amendment is just an incredibly strict thing where you just don't have to answer questions about anything if you don't want to. You can just assert the fifth, and that's it. Because uh, there was this uh, case where a baby had died. And uh, the the theory about what happened to the baby was shaken baby syndrome, and an odd pair for the family had been um, a suspect, and then she'd been ruled out as a suspect. And literally, uh, the prosecution said, "Hey, you're not a suspect anymore, but would you like to ask a few? We'd like to ask you a few questions." And she was like, "No, thank you." And then the the the, the law enforcement was like, "You don't have a Fifth Amendment right here because you're not uh, actually being targeted by the investigation." And it went all the way to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court was like, "No, she does have Fifth Amendment protections. You can't just say she doesn't because you're saying she doesn't because you're not because she could say something under questioning where you'd be like, "Oh shit! Remember that whole thing where we said we weren't going to prosecute you? Scratch that! You're under arrest." So the Supreme Court is very uh, vociferous in who gets to plead the fifth, which is literally everyone for everything. So, but the thing about Alex is he has the, he has that brand where he's I'm combative and I'm taking it to the deep state and I'm going to show him what's what. And him, Donald Trump, all these people have always said that if you take the fifth, you're you're covering, you're lying, you're hiding something. And that's why Bannon didn't do it. That's why Bannon's risking a year in a club fed for a contempt of Congress charge. So I really want, I mean, I feel like Alex is uh, not as confident as Bannon is in his ability to get out of this shit. Yeah. So I feel like Alex is, is going to show up and plead the fifth and just be a bitch. I feel like he's just going to do that. And he's going to look bad in the eyes of his community for having asserted his constitutional rights. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, other podcasts will cover that to great effect, and I'm excited to hear it. Uh, so, do we want to start talking about Dallas? I mean, I I live for talking about Dallas. This is by far the the, the biggest and most interesting QAnon related headline of the week. These people are bananas. <laughs> it's time for our podcast with them podcast. Who shot this pod? It's, We're talking about Dallas. This is, I mean, on one level, this is just getting more and more uh, tragic. And on the other level, it, this is basically what QAnon was always going to lead to at some point. Uh, there was going to be a person who was going to jump in, seize the crown, of cult leader for a group of these of the people in QAnon and then get them to do something on this level. Uh, we are now uh, over two weeks into this uh, event where uh, negative 48 has taken his uh, group of people to Dallas. 
this group of people um, have had all kinds of bizarre um, concepts and theories about what was going to happen in Dallas involving JFK Sr. coming back, JFK Jr. coming back. Uh, there is now a working theory uh, that Negative 48 himself is Jesus and that they are his original disciples that have been reincarnated on this earth. What's, and What's Negative's real name and what's the made-up number science he believes in? I say science loosely there. Um, his name is his, – his last name is really crunchy and uh, uh, his first name is Mike. That's what basically everyone calls him. Okay. Um, it's like, it, oh God. Nega Mike. Yeah. Nega Mike is, that's what I'm going to go with for his name. Cause every time I see his last name, I just look at it and say, oh my God, I'd butcher that so bad. It's just one of, it's one of those perfectly, it's one of those perfect names that you and L would spend 10 minutes just mocking me for. And, because, and he believes in, he believes in, he believes in Gematria, which Gematria. is, Ooh, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Your credibility. <laughs> yes. And and the worst part about the, the Dramatria shit is that he admits that uh what they're doing with the Dramatria is to is making themselves happy. The whole point of playing with words and numbers to make it all fit is on the one hand an attempt to divine God's sacred truth, but the first and most important part of that God's sacred truth is to make yourself feel good. And for those who don't know how Dramatria works, you there's um, there's a bunch of different ways that different translations, but the simple thing is it's an alphanumeric system where each letter has a numeric value. You say a phrase, then you write down what the numerical value of each letter in that phrase is. You come up with a number and then you find more phrases and uh, you see if those phrases have the same number match. And if they do, they're connected cosmically in the spirit wave force and the God consciousness and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, I remember seeing someone talking about how uh, it was possible that Princess Diane uh, was actually the mother of Baron and Ivanka Trump. Uh, and, uh, I, I saw you post about that, lost my mind. And I went to the Dramatria website and if you type in Princess Ivanka, it, uh, matches dramatically, it matches with uh, the one savior and it matches with like 50 other statements. My God, you've blown it wide open. (laughs) (laughs) Takes off, takes off sunglasses. Using the power of like Dramatria calculator dot biz or whatever right exactly exactly that's the that's the point of this is that you can find dozens and dozens of things that all have the same geriatric number but uh you just ignore the like 30 of them that are terrible for your nonsense and you go to the things that are good uh michael it also matches up with loaf bladder cradle what's that mean Uh, his, I just looked it up. Michael, Pro, uh, his name is Michael Brian Protzman. Uh, so that is, that, that, that's <laughs> our Brian Protzman. Yep. That's that, that is, that is Jesus reincarnated. And if you watch these videos, uh, his audience around him is so wrapped with attention and they, they're just so in it to win it when he talks and he'll just like go there. He'll go in front of a crowd and he'll just scream a phrase. They'll be like, he'll be like, 
Donald Trump won is 397. You know what else is 397? JFK shall return. Like, JFK Jr. will lead us. And just and he's just like yelling all of these phrases and just fu- and, and, and banging the drum that all those phrases also connect to that number. So it all fits. It all works together. And once you become like fluent in Dramatria, you can do this. You can just work anything into meaning anything and linking it up to anything. It's exactly, this is just the latest uh, participatory form of the conspiracy theory. Cause that's what QAnon and the Illuminati and the new world order shit has always been about. You're no longer passively observing the world. You're actively looking at the world in this uh, way of like, oh, this new Justin Bieber video is out. Oh, it's a song. It's it's okay. It's kind of catchy, but whatever. But when you're in their world, you're watching it. And you're like, oh my god, Justin's talking about Pizzagate. Look, look what happened in that corner of that video there, and look what happened over there. These are signs. These are clues. And then you start posting that stuff on the internet, and people say, oh man, you're on to something, and you just wind each other up into a frenzy, and you get all like hot and bothered. I, I wonder what pizza is in Gematria. What? Oh. I wonder what pizza is in Gematria. I mean, I'm not going to oh. track to find it, but I'm sure. Oh. I mean, there has to be some sacred number shift with them, right? How oh. much stuff links pizza? Oh God, I'm sure. I'm sure pizza links. What, what, which would be really awesome is because pizza is such like a it's, it's such a small word. I'm sure it links to like a million billion things. And you just have to ignore the uh, things that you don't you don't want it to be. So, like, if pizza's bad, you just like immediately focus on all the bad things that pizza connects to in Dramatria. You're just like, oh, well, you know what I found out the other night? Hillary Clinton in Dramatria links up the same way that pizza is truth does. So think about it. What are they trying to say? Who, who like so? Do they think these Gematria folks, do they think that they're like getting this stuff from God or whatever? Like who who else could be making all these like mathematic clues for them? It has to be it has to be God, right? What's that <laughs> terrible Jim Carrey movie? Twenty three. He just yes. sees Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's that move. It's that only with seventeen and Gematria now. So yeah, <laughs> yeah it's se- seven. Oh God, seventeen. QAnon just loses their mind. Gematria, God. Yeah. So and I tell I, you that I, I, for I for one am genuinely pretty excited that QAnon is up to like genuine cult shit, like like more more like mass market appeal cult shit. Because I, I I feel like just like as as a like a cult of personality whose figurehead is some invisible person on the internet and whose like actual real figurehead is just Donald Trump, our former president. Uh, like that's harder to sell to people as dangerous and kooky, but if they're going to start like, you know, buying compounds and like, you know, doing like f- formation dances and lighting up to like talk to some dude who's standing in a, candle wreathed cue on the ground or whatever like it's just like oh yeah this is gonna be easy to point to people and just be like yo these people are fucking crazy like you you should not listen to what they have to say 
That's the big schism, right? Main, I God, I can't believe I'm saying this. Mainstream QAnon really doesn't like Nega Mike because he's making oh. them all look bad. Yes, that, I mean, that, that, this is what the, this is the worst part of the what you just call, what I call serious QAnon because fuck them, they're never going to be mainstream. But like uh, old uh, Jordan One Ball and all of these guys are just talking about how he's these people in Dallas are ruining the movement. They're not really representative. I've seen people talk about how like QAnon has millions of followers and these people in Dallas number in the hundreds. That should tell you what all you need to know. And of course, this pivots into these people in Dallas being crisis actors. It's all staged. It's being funded by George Soros. Like they, the, the people that have run QAnon for all this time don't want to admit that they are to blame for this shit. They don't want to blame that they gave Nega Mike the uh, the infrastructure and the audience and all the rest of it for him to go out and grab himself a cult, a group of people that were looking for a cult leader to form a cult with so that he could run around and explain to them that pizza has a gematria value of 1,070. And so you know what also has that? Race war and a 1,000 years and criminal psychic attacks and Russian roulette and godless psychic attacks. Yep. And uh, godless mind of the 10 commandments. And is this the man that did shake kingdoms and descendant of David? Those are all things that are dramatically linked to pizza. As we all knew, pizza is wildly relevant to our lives. Yes, and God, and God wants us to know, which is why He gave us His secret number system, His His sacred matrix bingo card. Yes, exactly. exactly. I mean, what happens if you switch over to a different language? Like, uh, I'm, sure, they, I'm sure the math perfectly checks out because it's yeah. absolutely right. Uh, yeah, well, all the time. Well, yeah, that's well. If you go to English, that's the thing is you can do you can do this. They have the. Uh, they have uh, Jewish gematria, then they have English gematria, and then they have uh, simple gematria. So you can you you can simple you, gematria. Yeah, so you can just you can just work this thing however you want to with whatever, um, however, whichever system you want to use to get whatever answers you want. You can just do that. I mean, it's just hilarious that you always can find. Um, whatever uh links you want to oh my that, god that, that, that like three-tier system seems pretty racist to me right yeah you could either have it in jewish like the language of like you know the old god's chosen people of course they're gonna know it it's god's magic matrix bingo card and then below that are is uh, you know english the language of anglo-saxon people they are white enough and then the third tier beyond that anyone who's not an anglo-saxon english person or a jew is uh, simple. Like you guys get the simple <laughs> version. You, you you guys get the Cliff Notes version of God's bingo card. Yeah. So pizza- it's, it's, it's like it's like the fucking like it's like a mobile game. Like that you like you get the free version. Yeah, yeah. The, these these people are paying at different tiers to unlock right. more of the card. Yeah, and, and they get no ads. If you do simple dramatria, you get a lot of ads when you talk to God. Oh, yeah, basically. Yeah, they're just like, would you would you like to use our calculator to convert this into a sacred number? Like <laughs> that'll be twenty gems, or you can watch an ad. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, pizza in English dramatria uh, links up with Kennedy and oh, red shit. and red wave <laughs> and. Oh! And, and Muhammad, so oh my god, pizza is just crackling with power. Wow, we, we all knew. 
Pizza could not be stopped. <laughs> no, pizza's undeniable. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, and th- this is the thing, is that these people are literally just hanging out all day with neg- a negative Mike, just working on this stuff, just coming up with phrases and then trying to link them to other phrases or just, or just using an internet search device for Dramatria like I just did and just finding ways to get themselves excited. I mean, it, this is like being a five-year-old kid and running around being happy because you're going to get chocolate in an hour or so. I mean, Bro, I just, Mike, do you, do, you, do you still have that Dramatria calculator on hand? Yes, I do. Look up Nintendo Switch. Uh-oh. Oh God! We're getting into the holiday season. <laughs> it's more relevant now than ever. We need to use we need to use the sacred arts passed down by Jewish God uh, to tell us if if the Nintendo Switch is cool for us to put under the Hanukkah bush. Uh, it is absolutely uh, cool for you to do that because it looks like, uh, according to this, it matches up with oneness with God. Wow. Oh shit! You, you heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. Jewish God endorses the Nintendo Switch for yes. your 2021 Hanukkah holiday what shopping is, list. What is Hellworld with a Q, our dumb spelling? Oh, th- th- what are we? Oh, man. Wow, I don't think that we should play with this. I'm getting scared. <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel like this is, the start of, this is the start of our The Craft moment. Yeah, yes. it, it just it matches up with L as a cuck. It's like, wow. <laughs> that would be the greatest thing. Oh, like, hey, I knew it. Yeah. Uh, uh, in Jewish Dramatria, uh, Hell World of a Q matches up with Who is Q? So we've done it. We, we, oh, oh, shit. Layers within layers. <laughs> the, the, oh. Officially, the officially Jewish God approved. That's right, folks. The Kosher Adventures in Hell World podcast. You heard it here first through the power of Jewish Dramatria. We, yes. were, we were chosen by made-up cult negative 48 bullshit to find out who Q is. It's Ron. Yes, it, it was. It was Ron. It's just of the like time. all people that message about you. We're just going to stop at the one that suits us. Yeah, we're going to yeah, ignore we all the, the one. Switch is one with God. We are meant to fight. We are, who is Q? Boom, <laughs> nailed it. This could not have gone better. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're ignoring the fact that Hellworld also matches up to empty scrotum sacks, and we're just like, Ooh. <laughs> no, full scrotum sacks. Yeah, the- stay <laughs> on message. Stay no, on no. message. I mean, it's hey, it's not me. It's God's. It's God's bingo board that determined that we we have the scrubs. God's they're bingo. Just filled, they're, they're, yeah. they're just filling nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 what other culty shit are these people up to besides besides playing with Jamatria? We just played with Jamatria for like five minutes on on air. Friends, like, you know, friends like, with Jamatria. Jamatria yeah, yeah. friends. You, you, can, you can see how that could be a little bit of fun, but I'm sure that a bunch of their other culty shit is much less fun. Yeah, so um, they have been kicked out of the hotel that they were in uh, because they were getting too noisy and rowdy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and and then, um, so Neg, Neg, Neg Mike has decided that. He then started yeah, pushing yeah. everybody. The other thing they're doing is they're soliciting a lot of donations. They're demanding a lot of money from these people and from these people's families. And now they were asking for the people that are truly in it to win it, that are here for the long haul and are not going to give up to uh, continue to request fundage so that they can get Airbnbs so they can stay in Dallas and uh, there's they have been uh, kicked out of a couple Airbnbs because again they're being rowdy and not abiding by terms of service. 
I think in, in one situation, like they had like 20 people in a room for like four. Um, they, uh, there are plenty of uh, family, uh, family members who are like, I have a loved one trapped in Dallas right now. And they're not, um, they're not coming back. And I, and I'm not, not finding ways to contact them. Um, they need they, to learn the, the anime convention rule. You can do that, but only for like two nights and you gotta be cool. You got, you can't like, yeah, you gotta uh, keep they, it on the DL. They, they've recruited, they've recruited a couple homeless people into their movement. And apparently they robbed one of the homeless people. What? Yes. Nice. Uh, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Do, do we think, and and I ask this question because it is par for this sort of curse, uh, course, uh, and not just because it's on brand for me to ask this question, but do we think the cult has... Uh, has started to incorporate weird sex stuff yet. Uh, that I, crossed. I, I mean, if you're a cult leader like uh, Neg Mike and people who do this kind of stuff that he does, it almost seems inevitable that they start working on manipulating the women in the movement to uh, be part of their harem. It's, that's just part of the power trip for these people is that like, I'm, I'm in charge of all of you. I'm running your lives. So now I have access to your women. They are part of my, they're part of me. And because I'm not going to lie, Mike, you got a little JFK there for a second. It, it, <laughs> it, it added, it added a little, a little bit of credence to what you were saying. We have access <laughs> to your women. Uh, uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I, 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 I'm blown away that I got Kennedy there. I'm, hey, uh, it was like notes of Kennedy. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'm, I'm, Taste I'm, the Kennedy. I'm, I'm gladdened by this. That's probably the furthest thing from what. I, Thank I am. you uh, for joining our cult. Now uh, uh, remove your pants because it's time for initiation. Yes, <laughs> the, the first rule of our cult is no bras. Get rid of them. Like, what does this have to do with QAnon? And he's just like, what the hell's QAnon? Yeah. Oh, the Dramatria for Bra is, I don't know, uh, something. Get rid of them. Shut up. They're bad. This is, I, just, I this is just how Kennedy rolls. Yeah. I, I thought you were into it. <laughs> yeah. So they. they he, they're doing all. They're looking for places to like actually stay permanently, be it the compound, be it the Airbnbs. Uh, the movement 
has put out requests for donations and they have called the movement itself the called. Like everyone who listened to Neg Mike and came to Dallas, you were part of the called. Those who left have strayed from God's light and have failed and have screwed up. But those who've remained have redubbed themselves the remnant. And they are looking for your hard-earned money and donations to maintain their existence in Dallas and all of that good stuff. That's that's some Jim Jones level shit right there. Oh man, it's so refreshing for (laughs) such like, because the way that the way that QAnon operates is so dry and internet centric most of the time. It's (laughs) it's a little refreshing to get back to just classic cult bullshit. Yeah, (laughs) and you and Karma twenty twenty one has been following them real closely on Twitter, and you interviewed her recently. So are there are there more details in that interview? That's is that up on our feed? Where is that? Uh, yeah, I have an I have an interview with Karma up. Uh, we we played a bunch of clips of people talking about various things that were going on in the movement. A lot of talk about these gummies that are probably laced with some kind of drug. Uh, the people that are well, def- <laughs> I'm the sorry. Pe- go to that real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. The people, yeah, the people that are defending Mike and all this stuff are saying that it's like CBD gummies. They're really harmless. There are other people who are saying that this stuff is definitely more powerful than edibles and that they take edibles and people's reactions to these gummies are not just people getting high off of like the stuff in marijuana that gets you high that they're like getting like this is like psychedelics like this could be like LSD level stuff. So now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, this is like where this is going between the fact that you've got 20 people crammed into a room. Uh, oh yeah. And by the way, uh, a bunch of people who are on the live streams and whatever are talking about the fact that they're not feeling so well, they're getting kind of sick and, uh, have a little cough. They, have have they lost their sense of smell? I don't know about the sense of smell, but there is some coughing. So yeah, this is and and uh, you you can you can have three guesses on their vaccination status, and their and the first two don't count. So um, that we're go, we're going down that road also with this <laughs> shit. Is any of them violently anti-vax on Twitter? Because if so, those people uh, have definitely got the vaccine in there. <laughs> the, the, those people have one hundred percent been vaccinated. They're just like, yeah, the vaccine is it's. The, the deep state trying to control your gene therapy or whatever. And then they're like posting this at literally as a booster shot is going into their arm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> In in breaking news, apropos of nothing, uh, the jury in the Ahmed Arbery case has found all the people that killed him guilty of killing him. Yeah, so I read that. Yeah, that is good news to hear about when not talking about a uh, cult that is working their way down to being the latest version of I Am Shrinko or the Branch Davidians or Heaven's Gate or all the rest of that shit. Hey, so, Om Shinrikyo was way scarier and cooler and they had heads full of acid all the time. Uh, I yeah, don't know. They, they, they would be hiding their shit in some gummy band. They would just drop a whole sheet, like roll up a whole sheet of it and suck it into their mouth. Like a, <laughs> oh, yeah. That like was a their big character money eating maker. a whole like roast on a bone. Yeah, that was their big moneymaker. They made a lot of acid and f- purportedly really high test stuff. <laughs> Uh, I'm a law-abiding citizen, so I've never done acid. But if I have ever done acid, I would tell you that it is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hypothetically, 
Hypothetical. Yeah, sounds hypo- incredible. Wink. Yeah. But but and were you to actually question L about his his usage of acid, he would plead the Fifth Amendment, which is his right as an American to defend himself with his constitutional protections as granted. Okay. Only if so, I'm like under subpoena. If you just come out under the street, I don't have to plead shit. I just be right. like, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> yeah. So things are only getting crazier in Dallas. You've talked with Karma about it. She is constantly tweeting updates. So we have that interview up. It's only getting weirder and more culty, and yeah. they're looking for permanent re- the remnant. Uh, Negamike's remnant are looking for permanent residents in Dallas. Do we have rough numbers on the remnant? Uh, I would say at this point, it's probably somewhere around 70 people. Uh, they're trying to recruit, uh, as I talked about that homeless guy that they robbed, like this is, this is the thing is like they're, uh, when you see the videos of them that they're posting on social media, there is this aggressive concerted effort in those videos for them to look really happy and really excited and everyone's having a great time. And that is again, cult one Oh one behavior where you Bro, see everybody not to have a great time in Dallas, such a beautiful city. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. If any podcast booking agents are listening, we would love to do a live show. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hell, hell world in Dallas. We'll, we'll do a, we'll do a live show from Daily Plaza. Uh, apparently bump, bump, going elbow to elbow with, with Neg Mike and his crew. That would be, uh, probably really bad. And we would only probably- after we all get our boosters. Yes. Uh, yeah. I just want to. I just want to play the. I, I want to play the show and have it be like seventy people deep, but it's literally just uh, Neg Mike and all of his all of his cretins, like his whole clique of followers is just there. And it's just like we we tricked them by handing out flyers that said JFK Jr. was going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> we just all we all get in our best JFK. We just wear Kennedy Halloween yeah. masks. Kennedy Halloween masks, suit, suits with the nineteen sixties skinny ties, just like the whole aesthetic of that. And we just like that, it's like that sweet human giant sketch with the Olsen for the, about the Olsen twins. If uh, <laughs> anybody out there was lucky enough to see Human Giant when it was on the air, that show was great. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I'm just I'm just imagining us like doing that bit and just having more and more flop sweat just pouring off our foreheads as like 70 people are just indignantly shaking their heads at us and getting angrier and angrier, and we're just like, and, bro, they might have they they might they might be a fucking crazy crazy gummy LSD. They might actually <laughs> buy into it. Like they might just be like, oh my god, it's the holy trinity of them. Three JFK Juniors are here. And we're just like, uh, yeah, that's that's essentially correct. <laughs> yes, nothing bad has ever happened to us. And then yeah. we just record our regular show as always, but dress like three JFK juniors uh, to like an uproarious standing ovation. Yeah. Oh, I, I, our, our dramatria bit would have killed with them. That that probably would have been the whole show. We just would have been literally holding up our phones, typing in words, and then shouting dramatic ans- uh, matches back to them, and having the crowd roar in approval back to us. Just, just reacting to dramatria calculator results becomes our new free bird. We just, yes. We, we just can't do it. With like you know, every time we do anything, we also just got to remember to play the hits. Now for for 30 minutes of Gematria. (laughs) (laughs) The Gematria for Pikachu is also race war. What? (laughs) Wow. 
<laughs> How are you feeling, Dallas? Are you ready for some geometry? Yeah? <laughs> our news reoccurring bit Dramatria with friends yes oh hell God. no that sounds like a horror like no way save it for the bonus content pals yes yeah oh, yeah bonus content for the fucking patreon could be like just 30 minutes smashes a bunch of reacting to Dramatria calculator results <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's our that's our new series on the bonus content is you submit like 10 words to us we run it through Dramatria and freak out and give it oh uh, man there has to be a way for us to format that into a game show we could play with each other yeah j- there, there's got to be some sort of gematria boggle that we can do there has to be we're, we're, well, we'll put a pin in this this, this sounds like yeah. production meeting stuff we're recording yeah. an actual show shut for up listeners. Cut, right. cut this here cut that this is our idea don't steal <laughs> Ed- editor make sure that no one ever hears that idea they might steal it it's so good <laughs> yes yeah. we're, tr- we're trying to get it to our nice subscribers uh, subscriber count so editor you, you better cut that out yes done done yesterday Anyway, uh, well, that that was a that was a fun headline segment, f- full of fun infrivolity. But it's time for us to get down to some brass tacks while we put the ad back into Adventures in Hellworld with a message from our sponsor. Back after the spot. The big picture of misinformation seems to get worse each day. QAnon, COVID, the 2020 election, January 6th, climate denialism, and so much more. What are journalists, social media platforms, and society doing about it all? Enter Prism Meta News, a media company on a mission to help you keep eyes on the many fronts of the misinformation conflict. Prism's newsletter, This Week in Misinformation, is a fact-based clearinghouse for all you need to know to stay in the fight. The summary of Top Strays is an easy five-minute read, or you can dig deep through the 100-plus links included each week. As far as email signups go, this one is worth it. Put a dent in misinformation culture by getting the free This Week in Misinformation newsletter delivered to your email box. Find Prism Meta News on Twitter or Facebook, or go straight to prismmetanews.substack.com to sign up. And thank you, Prism, for uh, sponsoring us. We uh, appreciate very much that uh, we have people willing to back us with uh, cold hard currency in exchange for us uh, promoting them, which is what promotional content is. I've just explained capitalism. <laughs> go me. Good job, Mike. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, we're, we're going to yeah, have to start yeah. keeping count uh, for when we do our 420th ad read if we're doing <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, So now that we've done that, it's time to dip into ye old mailbag. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. So uh, first up is a placeholder. And you're going to be shocked to find out that a lot of our questions have to do with Talos. (laughs) Placeholder asks, Negative 48's crew doesn't seem like they're headed this way, but what if a revival meeting came to a more appropriate location along the shores of Cape Cod in July? Would the podcast go to observe, perhaps from a safe distance? Oh, uh, absolutely. I would absolutely attend... Yeah, I'm there. I'm there yesterday. If, I, uh, <laughs> I would, I I would ask to dip into our our deep deep podcast coffers. I would fly up and we would abs- I would take photos. Uh, we would observe. Yeah, that'd be so much fun. Oh, the remnant, the remnant does Cape Cod. We're there. We're there for it yesterday. That would be. We, that we, would... we would just have to like check the restaurants in the area too. Just sort of make it like a day of it. Just go, yeah. go like, uh-huh. go like, like you know, Get keep an eye on these for like an hour or whatever, and then just be like, you guys want to? I heard there's a good lobster spot around here. You guys yeah, lobster go. rolls. That's that's the thing up there. You guys want to oh. go eat some fucking lobster, kid? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, 
so yeah, uh, immediately would be our would be our response to uh, if if Neg Mike t- decides to go on the road with his uh, with his show, uh, we're there. So so both we will we will do a live show for them and we will be an audience for their live show, which is again just Mike yelling yelling gematria matches uh, between uh, phrases that have nothing to do with one another. Um, I so feel like that, I feel like making making such a trip would like would, would have us rubbing up on being like journalist adjacent, right? Because we would have to be like <laughs> asking them questions and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that would be uh, that'd be wild. I mean, I had had the rather absurd idea of attending the one six uh, march. Uh, L talked me out of it, and thank God he did. And, <laughs> yeah, you. Flo- I remember you floating that idea by me, and I was just like, yeah, I don't know about that idea, Coach. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember when that talk was going around. You were just like, mm, no, don't do that. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Cleodora Silverstry asks, uh, if you could create QAnon as a playable new faction in the Illuminati New World Order card game, what would be their unique victory condition? Uh, the uh, storm. Well, for, first things first, uh, because, uh, uh, what is it, Cleodora? They, yes. they write it all the time. I'm pretty sure the, the last name is pronounced Silvestri. Silvestri? Okay. I'll try. I'll try to get that right next I mean, time. Like Mark Silvestri? That's a, that, that, wasn't that like a comic book artist guy? I don't know. Maybe I'm yeah. wrong. But uh, like it's just, they, they write in so frequently that uh, it's it's always been a thing where I'm just like I'm not sure if that's how it's pronounced. So for what it's worth out there, Cleodora, w- one of us is probably going to get right. And to that person, I say kudos. And to the other person, I say budos, which is my new way of saying that you stink. I stink. <laughs> I mean, it might not be you. It might be me. Maybe I am the one who deserves budos. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I have never played Illuminati New World Order, so I don't know the exact win conditions of that game. Ah, but... geez, that's the, the well. I'm not going to be the one to explain them to you because I also haven't played the Illuminati card game. Yeah, is this is, are we going to have to? Dip, I've seen it. But... Are we going to have to dip into our podcast millions in order to purchase a copy of the uh, Illuminati New World Order card game for some bonus content? <laughs> that seems reasonable. Uh, we get, get together and do a little draft or whatever. <laughs> I, I I I remember somebody talking about how I think they have like the complete set like framed on a wall because so many people have talked about how the this game had revealed the truth of the world to everybody. Yeah, Cause, cause I remember like, hearing. Yeah. yeah because like the World Trade Center is like burning in one of the photos and all kinds of stuff like that. Are we talking about a, the Steve Jackson Illuminati game? Yes, we are. That's the game. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I think I would I would say their win condition would be something to the effect of uh, if if there's like a celebrity in the game, having that celebrity be elected president the way Trump was. So whatever Illuminati uh, person you could if you had an ability to do something where you're like put this person into a position of power and increase their influence by seven or whatever i would think that that would be kind of like their uh way to win the game would be uh put the uh the nwo version of trump into the nwo version of the presidency equal w so is a is apprentice still a thing can we get somebody to to make us up a, a, an illuminati apprentice patch and then we could uh, get a bunch, of, get a bunch of our beautiful babies into a NWA Illuminati card game league. 
Nice. That would be that would be so awesome. Be such an incredibly niche thing that would go for like four months before we burned the game out. Oh, Hell no, the, the meta is so diverse. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're we're really gonna crack it. Yeah, I guess uh, uh, the Illuminati card game was updated for Y two K and has a second edition, but I don't think they've really touched it since. Yeah, uh, the Illuminati, the game of conspiracy, can be is available on Amazon for forty bucks. So I guess I'll have to make that uh, a stocking stuffer or something. Yeah, where, you know, get get crackalacking on that. Um, so thank you for that question. I we hope to have a better answer for you in the future, maybe? Question mark. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll definitely know once we get a few league matches under our belt. Yes. Once we've at least seeded our our uh, our like you know top top four bracket, we'll uh, we'll probably all have enough <laughs> understanding of the game to know exactly where people sit. Yes. Yeah. It's a Steve Jackson game. It can't be that complicated. <laughs> Bro, you have no idea. The the only thing I ever knew about that game was an urban legend, much like the urban legend of the person tearing up the chaos orb and blowing the fragments of it across the table. There was an urban legend of an Illuminati New World Order game where a guy, uh, they were in the finals of this high stakes, ultra competitive Illuminati game. And this guy was like, hey, man, if you just give me 50 bucks, I'll concede. And the guy was like, okay, and handed him 50 bucks. And then the guy played a card and said, I lied. And it said, you may break your half of any agreement. And, uh. And it's like I, <laughs> I don't know if that's a damaged. real thing, but boy howdy, if it was, yeah, big of true, incredible. big of yeah, true, it's, yeah, it's yeah, exactly, yeah. So that's, a, uh, that's like the, the Illuminati New World Order version of, of shredding up the Chaos Orb. Yes, <laughs> for a, a nice juicy magic reference there for like the the six people that listen to the podcast that play magic. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and know about the Chaos Orb shredding. Uh, so thank you for the question that we did an incredible deep dive into. Uh, so uh, Peter Miller asks, um, will they still be waiting in Houston on uh, on November 22nd, 2023? And then he corrects himself and says, I mean, I meant Dallas, of course. So, uh, well, I, I mean, hey, a year is a lot of time. Maybe they'll go to Houston for a while. Maybe maybe they're, they're <laughs> like I'm assuming they've got somebody with two sticks that points them into the direction of JFK Jr. And if he happens to be maybe appearing in Houston for a while, then that's where they got to go. I mean, real question: Why are they hanging out where he? They think he didn't die, and not where he was born, like you know, Massachusetts. <laughs> um, I, I think that makes more sense, but I, I don't I, know Dramatria. I think, well, yeah, I think there was a bunch of stuff in the that, that Neg Mike had brought up about, like, Kenny would return in Dallas matches geometrically with this, that, the other thing, and all that kind of stuff. But and we, as we've been saying repeatedly, they should be in Cape Cod. They should be in Massachusetts. Like, the only thing that the Kennedys have to do with Dallas was that, that, was that JFK got shot there. And that's it. But I think that it's just the fact that Daily Plaza is such a is just such a hub of conspiracy theories in the world. That's where you can go for the grassy knoll and all this other stuff. And this is where the the deep state revealed its power and showed us that they could kill a president in broad daylight. I just think that allure and that appeal to these people is just so overwhelming that no amount of logic or reason about like where they should be is gonna is gonna beat that. Yeah, it's just like, it's not even a joke. The Kennedy's seat of power is Massachusetts. That would make the most sense to me. 
you know, that was it was like a big deal when Ed Markey beat like uh, Joe Kennedy in that in that Senate primary because it was the first time ever that a Kennedy had lost an election in Massachusetts. Like that was that was just a thing. Like them being in elected office in our state is their birthright. <laughs> There's just this is where they ran the shit. Like uh, as. Yeah. As all sorts of conspiracy theorists will, will, will it's so funny because conspiracy theorists will talk about how JFK and RFK were martyred uh, heroes and champions of the world. But when you get to old Teddy Kennedy, they'll be like, hey, no one cared that he murdered that girl. They got to keep his Senate seat. What the fuck is up with that? And it's like, well, hey, either the Kennedys are heroes or monsters. You, the, you, we live in a binary world, you assholes. Pick one. And uh, again, yeah, you're right. Massachusetts is so beloved of the Kennedys that, that Ted Kennedy did have someone die in his car. And we still kept electing him to the Senate. This is how we roll. So, yeah, it's not a great look for us. I acknowledge that. So, yeah, uh, the, the end result is that they shouldn't be in Houston or Dallas by then. They should have made their way to Massachusetts finally. They, they, maybe they can hang out up at fucking Gloucester. <laughs> oh, hey, why don't they go to Chappaquiddick? Why don't they do that? Why don't they try? Why don't they see if uh, Teddy's car is going to float up with him back in it? I mean, let's do. Let's see. Cool. Let's go to Not all the backhand. Why don't they go to Revere? <laughs> oh, why, why don't they? Why don't they go to? Why do they go to Quincy and have Tommy from Quincy talk to them about why Mac Jones is a bum and why did Belichick run off Brady kid? What was up with that? What the fuck? Or they can go to Worcester. <laughs> Massachusetts cities are the best. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Massachusetts uh, is really a trip, and also, uh, like, I don't know a single person who gives even one half of a fuck about a Kennedy. So I'm not sure how much juice they have left in Massachusetts now. Like, nope, not- old old people are dying in droves. There's a pandemic on, so uh, that that's got to be that's got to be bad for the Kennedy's name, but certainly not bad for their money. They're white people. They've stockpiled money. They will have money forever. <laughs> so uh thank you for the question uh reverend xenofact asks uh the dallas negative 48 cult is looking increasingly unhinged but do you see the grifters who are jealous of negative 48 so who's going to try to duplicate his success or steal his marks uh i like the people that are jealous of him and trust me it's jealousy of the highest order their brand is such that I don't think they could do it. I don't think that they could. I don't think like uh, Qtar or, or uh, Sather or Martin Geddes or any of these jamokes could actually like go out and uh, try to grab a crew of people to get closer to God because they're more about like the facts and the evidence and blah, blah, blah. And the spirituality helps you out. That's great. I mean, Maybe praying medic would do it, but that guy is so he just you just have to make a buck, and he and he's lazy, so he would never. No way, man! I know who it's going to be. It's going to be John Edwards out from the side hatch. He's gonna oh, be like, that'd be great. He's going to be like, "I'm back, baby. I I can get you on a line to JFK Jr. right now." Oh, oh, that's that's a great, that's an incredible call. That is world class. Yes, one hundred percent, John Edwards. He he's gonna his he, his. 15 minutes of fame, bam, make, let's make it a half hour. He's back, and he's on top of his game. This is all happening. I mean, shit, Michael Lindell somehow made a, a name for himself in the QAnon movie. You don't think that John Edwards has the juice? He's been there before. He's been to the top of the mountain. Yes. <laughs> and then by his side, he'll have the pet psychic lady. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, so thank you for the uh, question, Reverend Zeno fact, and uh, allowing L to just absolutely nail that. 
Professor DuckDuckGo, Professor Doctor DuckDuckGo asks, "Did any dead celeb, did any dead celebrities come back this week?" Depends on who you ask. I think me and the crew would say no, but if you asked uh, negative negative Mike and his crew, they would say yes. They were very positive that Michael Jackson and a bunch of other celebrities uh, hung out with them in Dallas this week. Um, so, hey, I mean, it's like uh, creationism and evolution. It's a debate. You got to let both sides have their view of things. And we all just go along and get along. One big happy family. All that kind I of like, stuff. I like to think that the answer is yes. Like John Candy came back for one brief day, but he just like sort of stayed out of the limelight. And he just like had a cheeseburger and hung out and maybe like lo- lo- looked at some of his family members like from across the way. And then just like, you know, went back to being dead. <laughs> John Candy, huh? That's your pick. Yeah, just just a quiet remembrance of his life. I can see that. I, 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 I wanted somebody that generally people would be like, "Yeah, it's good for that guy to be back." Like, but you know, not, not somebody like John Candy doesn't really have any like stink of, uh, you know, like uh, he doesn't have any bad juju about him. Right. That's I, fair. I, I I figured that's where you were going. I was like, why John Candy? And I'm like, yeah, he doesn't really have any. I'm not aware of any. Bad John Candy publicity. So right. yeah, he's he's like uh, the the proto version of Keanu Reeves, where everyone just loves him and he seems like a genuinely good guy. So I, I think he, uh, you know, he you either die a hero or live long enough to be cast as Mario. Uh, <laughs> that, that that could be true. It probably is. Uh, so, uh, thank you, uh, Professor Doctor, for that question. Uh, for what it's worth, like, sorry, but for what it's worth, I I think I heard that, like, Nintendo came out, or somebody involved with that movie came out, it was just like, Illumination. There's not gonna gonna be a lot of that It's a Me Mario stuff. (laughs) 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 So Mario's just gonna sound actually just like Chris Pratt the whole way, that's gonna be unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, boy. So uh, Snorlax CPAP says, uh, someone abroad today that Taylor Swift dated and got dumped by a Kennedy. So, of course, she is dropping hints to the JFK assassination in her music. Which one of you is going to listen multiple times to her entire list to resolve this for us? Um, I mean, it's it's all tainted. She's re-recording all her music because she got out of, she had to get out of contracts. Yeah, so that's the problem is is which uh, versions are we going to listen to? The stuff that Scooter owns or the stuff that the stuff that T-Swizzle has uh, proprietary over? Is, is the new music more Kennedy-centric because she got dumped after she recorded that music? So this is a mystery. Uh, I will I'm say... Just, I'm just going to make the same appeal to Taylor that I make to any celebrity who gets their heart broken by other celebrity people. Like, hey, I, I, I'm right here, Tay. I'm right here. I can be your shoulder to cry on. I'm not a celebrity. You don't have to worry about me dealing with any of that celebrity bullshit. I'm just like, I'm just some guy, you know, I'm just a guy who's interested in you for your attractiveness and your fantastic wealth and success. So I never, I never heard the Kennedy stuff. The legend I heard is that her hit song blank space uh, was inspired by the anime death note, giving it a completely different tone. That's the legend I heard. (laughs) The, uh, I, I heard that uh, that her like uh, whatever getting back together song was actually about Dave Coulier. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's world class. <laughs> I, 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 I loved that slider. It like slid into you. It took you like 
a second to register what joke it just hit you and then it hit you right in the gut. That was great. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. That was that oh, the reaction I, I crave. Yes. <laughs> so uh, so thank you for that. Uh, I want maybe we'll some more bonus content uh, breaking down uh, using Dramatria to break down Taylor Swift's lyrics to try to figure out what she was truly saying about the Kennedy assassination. Um, existential uh, dread. Hey, hey, dread, how you doing? She uh, says, uh, "My question is more of a suggestion. I'd love to see you guys do a crossover with Knowledge Fight. It's my Christmas. It's my war against Christmas wish. Hey, if, if, if those guys ever uh, deigned to let us plebes uh, talk to them, that'd be fine yeah, with aren't me. Aren't those guys like big timers? Like that's something yeah, you, yeah, you, they, you need to be you need to be appealing to them because we're like yeah. small potatoes. Yeah, they oh, just." Yeah. Uh, L, they just interviewed uh, uh, John Ronson uh, since for uh, one of their episodes uh, because he had hung out with Alex Jones when he was covering him. So, nice. yeah, they, like, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 would be, that would be like, oh man, you know, what would be sick if the if the Adventures in Hell Worlds guys were on Hot Ones, and it's just like, yeah, that would be great. But like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it would also be great if we were making movies with Dwayne the Rock Johnson and stuff, but. We gotta wait for those. We gotta wait for their people to contact us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, try, uh, let's just say that if you've heard of a podcast and you know and you listen to it, if that podcast were to talk to us, we would say yes. That's pretty much how this works. I mean, yeah. We. Yeah. We. we our, our door is open because we're we're on the bottom rung of the ladder. I mean, that's that's just the way this. Well, we're we're above the Nazi ones, but below yes. knowledge. Yeah. Look, look, yeah. look, Travis McElroy. I know you're listening right now. Get us on your show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hook your place up with a little publicity. Doesn't even have shine. to be the main. Doesn't have to be the main one. It could even be Sawbones. Like, <laughs> honestly, I, I would prefer the Adventure Zone. Let me get in there, mix it up. Oh <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I play D and D with them. Yeah. Well, let's so, not, let's not get too crazy. Yeah. So yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So that that rounds out the mailbag for the week. So our question to numerous is: What are you looking forward to? I mean, uh, am I, am I, uh, do I get to be the basic, the basic bitch and just say Thanksgiving because uh, I have like a bunch of stuff going on this weekend and it all seems pretty cool? Yeah, you can you can go there. Um, uh, Hawkeye just dropped on Disney Plus. I watched the first episode of that, so I'm excited for more of that. Uh, and there's a bunch of stuff coming out next month in December. So I mean, I'm looking forward to the Spider Man's. That's coming up real soon. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to the fact that in three days, uh, CVS will allow me to schedule my booster shot uh, because their website, if you are not uh, exactly six months past your pre- your second dose of uh, the Bill Gates, uh, George Soros uh, murder vaccine or whatever we're calling it to this week, um, CVS will not allow you to schedule an appointment. They, the, the, the software just won't be like, Hey, your, your last dose was this time. So you need to be past that. So how about two weeks after that or whatever? So, but I, I did actually try to cheat the software by putting in a, uh, a date that was earlier and it immediately was like, here's your possible scheduled appointments. And I was like, yep, that's great. So now I just have oh, to wait uh, until just the do Walgreens Walgreens. will let you do it tomorrow. Oh, well, Hey, hey. Walgreens. They don't give a shit. Like I, I, I'm not at six months, and I went on Walgreens, and they were like, "Yeah, man, you, you want that good stuff? 
Oh, good to know. I'm, I'm, uh, I think uh, Alex Jones was talking about how we're going to get like daily or hourly boosters at some point. And I'm like, I'm in. Come on, Walgreens. Just turn me into a pin cushion. I just want to walk out of Walgreens like a porcupine, just like full of syringes, just turning my bloodstream into a vaccine stream with a little blood in it. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm good for all of it. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, the fact that uh, on Thursday we get to just gorge like gluttons and watch football. Although I think all the games are probably going to be really bad. I mean, the Detroit lions are involved. That's always a tragedy. So um, that is what I have on my plate. uh, That's going to be full of Turkey uh, coming up in uh, on the morrow screen. Nice. Well, on that note, it's time for us to saddle up on our majestic bird like steeds and gallop swiftly out of hell world. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, as always, if you would like to support the show, you can do so for free by telling a friend or giving us a five-star review, a thumbs up, a like, a star, or just a, a happy smile out in public when we cross each other on the street, just like a knowing glance and a little grin. Uh, but, you know, if you have money, that, that's an even better way to do it. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say it. We, we love all of you equally, except for the ones with the money, who we like slightly more because they're giving us their money. And who wouldn't? And if you'd like to join their numbers, you can do so by visiting patreon.com slash poker politics. Anybody who subscribes uh, and gives us five of their hard-earned dollars per month or above gets access to a suite of bonus content that we're happy to provide for you, including series such as Kabbalin, The Foulest Deed, and uh, what did we settle on for a name? Sarge's Conspiracy Book Report? Yeah, our our voiceover guy gave me a title, and that's what we went with. So this is this is sarge's conspiracy book report book report no new episode this week because chapter two of dark moon is it sucks they interviewed the engineer from hasselblad uh who designed the camera that they used on the moon and they don't believe anything he tells them so they're assholes and chapter three is about radiation and is taking a lot longer to research than the previous chapters because i'm not a scientist and i don't know about radiation uh but more is coming i was reading something i forget exactly oh it was was about the kennedy assassination i was reading something about it and they brought up a hasselblad camera which i had never heard of before until our previous uh show and then that camera type came back into my life again and i was like this how, how did this camera escape me for 50 years this is crazy and now i'll go away now it's going to be like the Arrow in the FedEx logo. You're just going to see Hasselblad all over the place. It's like a Tootsie Roll commercial. Uh, anyway, so yeah, you can get access to that, uh, that, those, and many other uh, special bonus shows by donating at, once again, patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. And uh, you will get a well-deserved shout-out, like the following people who have already started supporting us as of the recording of this show. Uh, so big shout-out. Thank you to our $2 beautifuler baby. Uh, I'm not scrolled over all the way. Sam K, our $5 beautiful baby. Ooh la la, somebody wants bonus content. Stuart T, and our $7 beautifuler baby. Like that, that's a, that's a, a, a tier I didn't even know existed. That's like the platform nine and three quarters of donating to our Patreon. Uh, anyway, thank you. Big shout out to Scooter the Corgi, who is also now entitled to wonderful bonus content. However, despite all of this, appealing for your money 
we did so at the beginning of the program. We want to get up to 69, nice, et cetera. We did so at the end of the program. We understand that you might have money and you just don't want to give it to jerks like us. We get that. If you'd like to do some good with that money, you can donate it to love146.org. They are an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. And that is in their own words. As always, I'd like to thank DJ Minimal Effort for providing our intro music. Frosty, who can be found at FrostyVO. Uh, that is our voice artist friend who is responsible for our content warning and our bumps and is the voice of Q when we need it. And this is where I tell you about our spinoff podcast, Binge Wordy, starring myself and Sarge, where we discuss pop media. We've been doing a lot of movies recently, but we're thinking about getting back into the uh, television show swing of things for a little while. We're going to be discussing at least the first two episodes of The Wheel of Time in our most recent episode that we will be recording this weekend. So if you'd like to find us and listen to more of our sweet, sweet content that's free, you can do so by listening to Binge Wordy, B-I-N-G-E-W-O-R-D-Y, and we can be found on Twitter at BingeWordy, spelled the same way. So for another successful with a big question mark episode of the Adventures at Hell World podcast, I have been your host, Hellworld L, joined by my sultry and incredible co-host, uh, Hellworld Sarge. I'm thankful for you, buddy. Happy Thanksgiving. And we couldn't do it without <laughs> the help of our beautiful super baby, the the big brained baby who knows all the stuff about all the Q nonsense. Mr. Mike Rains. Happy Thanksgiving, bud. I appreciate you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and, uh, Thank you. They're not used to saying anything during my outro, so I, I threw them suddenly and it confused their tender brains. Uh, anyway, that's going to be our show for this week. Thank you once again for listening. And as always, good speed, patriots. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.